Hey everybody, I'm Tom Forst. Some of you know me from my podcast called Chasing the Blues. Make sure you check that out when you can. I'm a Blues Hall of Fame musician and I live in Connecticut. I'm thrilled to be the host of the Palace Theater's Concert Conversations presented by Ion Bank. With this show, we focus on Connecticut musicians who have played the Palace Theaters and others who have done some really great music in the Connecticut area. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Palace, it is a beautiful theater, 2,600 seats, and I know they are raring to go after this pandemic craziness is over. We had a great interview yesterday, um, which will be out pretty soon, with Craig Porter. He's a senior VP of marketing at Ion Bank, and he sponsors the Palace Theater's Concert Conversations. He's also a musician, so we had uh, a great conversation about that. Today, we have really uh, somebody that I think is uh, great. In fact, we've, we have met before. Um, Eddie Sanchez. Hey, Eddie, how are you? Fine, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So, Eddie, you have been with the band Cross-Eyed Cat for 32 years. Is that right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, 32 years. I know people who aren't married for 32 years. <laughs> um, how did, how, like did that. That, how did that happen? Uh, <laughs> how did you well, end up uh, with the same years. band for 32 years? Well, uh, my brother's the drummer, so oh. that kind of like... You know, my brother and I have been playing since we were like nine years old. So, I mean, we used to just play in the basement, you know, drums, guitar, you know, no bass player. You know, I just try to fill in the bass leads with rhythm all at the same time. So we had a good time. So, you know, we decided to put a band together and uh, it's been that way. Yeah. 32 years. Wow. Yeah. Now, we've gone from a three piece to a four piece to a five piece back down to a four piece. And now we're back down to a power trio. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, I have heard, uh, I, I listened to a video, saw a video that you guys did. I think it was at Mohegan Suns, is that right? Yeah, at the Wolf Den. Yeah, we were on the, we, we used to play there like once a month, once every two months when, when they, you know, on a Tuesday night, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, uh, and and yeah. by the way, it, it sounded great. Um, you guys... Yeah, the Wolf Den, the Wolf Den, yeah, the Wolf Den sound system is really good, even if you're, you know, got a your phone you can pick up really good audio from inside yeah you guys did a song called uh, say goodbye which i i was uh, quite impressed with i have mm -hmm. heard um I, I i listened to some of your music and um i'm the law is that an original tune yes it is yeah, yeah. i really yeah. liked uh i'm the law uh, a couple of songs i really liked uh, yeah I'm, I'm the law is a true story too so <laughs> is that right yeah, yeah, it was a was it wasn't a good night at the at the at the club. Uh, it it ended bad, and uh, uh, and and that was one of our home courts too. And then uh, it just it it just it it just stuck on me, you know. And then I says, you know, I'm gonna write a song about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a great song. Everybody needs to check that out. Uh, yeah, that, that was yeah. on Reverb Nation, so you guys can check that yeah. out under a Cross-eyed Cat. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, check that out. Yeah. Also. I listened to the song Cross-Eyed Cat because I was kind of interested to, to hear what that was uh, going to be. Well, Cross-Eyed like. Cat, it's funny because the name Cross-Eyed Cat, we got Cross-Eyed Cat from um, from the the Muddy uh, Waters album um, we did with Johnny Winter. And on there was Cross-Eyed Cat, so we liked, the, we liked the song. 
And so we just kept the name. We used the name Cross-Eyed Cat. But the song Cross-Eyed Cat is, if uh, you, you're probably familiar with the Cross-Eyed Cat song that Muddy Waters does and about going over to a house and, you know, his girlfriend and the cat just, is just crazy, you know? So <laughs> I, so basically Cross-Eyed Cat, since we are Cross-Eyed Cat, the song is from the cat's point of view. So yeah. once you get that and you listen to the words again, it's like, you know, this is the cat looking at Muddy Waters. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I didn't get that, and that's that's pretty darn funny. Well, yeah, uh, it's really cool. If you, next time you go listen to it, yeah, definitely. You, 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 you'll, you'll hear it from the cat's point of view. <laughs> wow, man. So, Eddie, I don't know if this is going to be embarrassing at all, but I need to know, why do they call you Sweet Eddie? Well, it, it's it's is because I work for I you know, during the day I and I don't do this full time. I wish I did, but not you know you know things change in the music industry. But uh, I work for my wife, and uh, we have a bakery here in Waterbury called Sweet Maria's. So wow. in the beginning in the beginning years, uh, I would go to gigs, the bigger gigs, because we used to do a lot of toast plates gigs, and uh, we, we I started to get to know all the sound guys from Horizon, and um, and through the years those guys are really cool and. Um, I used to bring cookies down to the gigs, you know, and, and basically that's how I end up getting Sweet Eddie because I, ah. I, I always bring the treats, you know, treats along, you know, so. <laughs> well, you know, being a musician, I totally thought there was going to be another part to this story, but all right. No, no, it's just, it, it is what it is. Sweet Eddie coming with the cookies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Taken out of context, that doesn't sound good either, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie, hey, this is a family show. Let's let's keep that. So, Eddie, uh, craziness is going out there. Uh, you know, I I I've been talking to uh, some really great uh, bands of uh, the heyday of rock, and and even today, uh, I was on the phone. I was on an interview with uh, Mark Farner from Grand Funk, and I did. Uh, Felix Cavalieri and uh, John Oates has has a new album out, and they're all saying the same thing, you know, like man, this pandemic is just is killing them. Um, I know you, yeah. you 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 had a lot of gigs out there, so how's it? How are you feeling in the region? Uh, well, here in, in in Connecticut, I mean, it, it you know, the music industry has changed a little bit for us, like local bands, you know, like. Uh, you know, even before COVID, uh, you know, people stopped going out as much, you know, unless it's a party rock band, you know, the crowd starts to get a little smaller. But I mean, we, I mean, we used to play in, in our heydays, we used to play four and four nights a week, and we used yeah. to have some great nights. And, you know, and, and it's, it slowly goes down to, you know, we'll play like once a week now, you know, and uh, with COVID, it's just like our, we've, I, we only played twice so far. We, our, our last gig was at the Groggy Frog, which is one of the smallest places we play, but we love it. It's, it's the most fun, most likely. And it's the only place we play mo once a month was on March 7th. And then we did an outdoor gig uh, here uh, in close by in Wilka, Connecticut at Peterson Park, which was great because people were dying to see us and there was about, about 320 people came out to see us that night. It was a beautiful, beautiful evening. So that was a lot of fun, but, but because of a lot of places we play, they just can't have bands in there, you know? Well, yeah, I, I have uh, played out and I mean out, out, like outside, uh, maybe two, I think I did two shows uh, since March. I actually, right. I actually, this is as luck would have it. My tour this year was in China. I was heading back to Ch I, I did China uh -huh. last year and I was there for a month and I was going back in March. Uh, just 
as this thing all hit. And of course, yeah. uh, you know, I don't have any plans to go back there right now just because yeah. who in the world knows? Yeah, I want to talk don't. to you a little bit about um, your time at the palace, but we're going to take a short break for our great sponsor, Ion Bank, and we'll be right back. The pandemic has affected our business. We are down roughly 70%. I was nervous, I was scared. When the PPP loan program was announced, the first people we reached out to were our partners at Ion Bank. We were very, very pleased to be approved through Ion Bank, and they took the time and the effort to make sure that we were going to be okay. The team at Ion Bank has just done everything possible and went above and beyond, as they always do. We are back, and we are talking to Eddie Sanchez from the great band Cross-Eyed Cat, and they are uh, out of Waterbury. They've been together for 32 years, and uh, I found out some of it's because of family, and, you know, he must be your older brother, or, or he owns the equipment, Eddie. What's what's the deal? He's, he's my younger brother by 11 months, ah, and, uh, and we share the equipment, and we share the equipment. Ah, that's great. And, I got to tell you, that's that's a wonderful thing that you can share um, a love with uh, a relation. My son is a musician, and, uh, yeah. man, it's just such a kick to play music yeah. with him, you know? Oh, it is. It's great. I mean, like I said, we've been doing it since we were nine, so yeah. it's it's a cool thing. Very cool. That's great. But before we uh, went to break, I was asking you about the Palace Theater. Um, you said you had played there several times. And, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, it's a beautiful place. I have been there myself. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it is a stellar theater. And some of the biggest uh, acts on the planet have been there. Uh, well, that's my first my first concert. My, my first concert there, uh, I was 13 years old. It, it was uh, 1974. Whoa. Um, I was able to get out and get in there and because it was Alice Cooper and, uh, Alice Cooper had an opening band who we had no idea who they were. And it was ZZ top and, oh, and, oh, and, and, and ZZ top was coming off of a trace, uh, 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 trace, um, Ombre's album album. And, um, we didn't know who they were and, and Fandango didn't come out with, with Tush till like about six months later. And that's what put them on the map up here. But what's what's funny about the whole thing was is that the songs that came on that that on, on Trace Ombres was amazing because it was uh, uh, waiting for the bus. Jesus just left. Uh, Jesus just left Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, Beer drinkers, Hellraisers, and Lagrange. Yeah. Were on that, and no one knew who they were. <laughs> how? How? I'm just curious. How were they? Phenomenal. Well, yeah. we, 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 you know, it, it was was great. You know, we, they, you know, they, when Fandango came out, it's easy top. I went, oh yeah, we have this. That's the band that opened up for uh, for Alice Cooper. And and, and then, then of course they've gone from there. You know, and then one of the palace things is that well, that's what we did when the palace uh, had their ten year anniversary from the reopening. Uh, we were invited to play, so uh, we we did waiting for the bus and Jesus just left Chicago. So you know, with my little story, you know, for the palace and as as a history with the palace theater sure because you know, because sure. i have i have a, a playing relationship and a going relationship there 
uh, with the palace. I love the palace theater. Besides the kid being in Waterbury, going down there to see, I think the, the, as a kid, the last movie I saw was the Castaways, I think a Walt Disney movie. Cause that, that was a movie house before they showed yeah. any shows yeah. before. I know, you know, it's a great place. Great it, place. It you know? is. They have done such a beautiful play, a beautiful job. And I love the people who, uh, you know, are in charge there. They make you feel like you're a star. Yeah. And uh, and God knows I need that. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, and you know, and, and I love everyone down there because you know most of them live are, are all Waterburyans or close by, and some I know from growing up with, you know, and just yeah. being just being here in Waterbury, you know. So that's why we do a lot of shows that they have special shows and stuff like that. But you know, we did open up for Gary Mullins, who from London, they were a, a Queen uh, tribute. Who, who before COVID, they started to become really famous here in the United States as a, as a great because he's a great front man. Uh, and, and then we opened up for Charlie Daniels hmm. uh, a few years back, which was which yeah. was really good. Yeah. You know? But I, I'll tell you, my, my my best story was not as a non playing story was in '76. Uh, in high school, I had a friend of mine who he, he was a guitar player, and we would play a lot. Uh, and but his the best part about it is his father was the paymaster for Coplick and Finkel. So during the 70s, I've seen a lot of shows, and the show at the Palace Theater was before the plane crash was Leonard Skinner. So we were down there early with the original band. So I got to see the the whole original lineup with oh, Charlie wow. Daniels with Charlie Daniels and 38 Special. So we were not we were down there early, and uh, real early. So we were helping we were helping loading in Charlie. So we were just like just there helping him, and they had like a they had like 300 300 something cases of Budweiser for the because they were just starting the tour coming in through there and um we heard that skinner was ready to do sound check so we went up to the lower mezzanine and uh i, I don't know if you remember a lot of a lot of bands at that time if they had a new album coming out they wouldn't play it live until the album came out so uh that, that last album they, they, they did sound check to um to uh that smell mm-hmm. and i'm like you know and then now i think back on it at the time i said to my brother I said, do you understand that that they didn't play that that night they wouldn't and that and then they had the plane crash i said so we'll play one of the people that heard the original band oh. actually play that smell <laughs> oh man you know van zandt yeah and at the song van zandt saw us up there and he looked at us and said he goes how was it and we went well i don't know leonard skinner was fantastic <laughs> well that is a, that <laughs> that really is a great story uh, so yeah. talk about let's talk about cross-eyed cat um mm-hmm. you are going to join the ranks when this is all over because of all the people that i interview you know they're all saying they're going to be going to be the top you know two or three percent are going to be out there playing music full-time and the rest mm-hmm. are going to be doing a little bit of everything and uh, right so you're going to be in that rank. Uh, I I think I'm <laughs> I may be too. Um, mm-hmm. What uh, what are the plans? What what are your plans uh, for Cross-eyed Cat going forward? Uh, well, we're we're, look, we're I mean we were slowing down before this, so you know we're we're just choose uh, you know choose our gigs uh, uh, not wisely, but choose our gigs where how we can go. Like like I, said, I mentioned the Groggy Frog. Um, that's one of the little places in Sullington that we've been playing since the place opened up. I kind of know the owner, and uh, they're great people. they got a small little stage. It's the smallest sta- uh, smallest place we play, but we, we have the most fun. I mean, I think it's the locals that are there that come that are there. The, the, the people that work there are great. The owners are great. and A lot of our fans like it because it's up close and personal. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> so I- a lot, a lot, and they got great food. They always, the Groggy Frog always wins the best wings in Sullington, uh, you know, like every year. So, 
it's one of those things. So we, we we'll choose our gigs, you know, as they as they come, you know, with special events. You know, I know Woolkid is doing a, a big event for their uh, anniversary, and they wanted us to play. So stuff that comes along like that. But I mean, I don't know what's going on right now. But I know some of the places we play, no one's really booking anything. <laughs> you know, everybody everybody's just waiting. You know, just waiting to see what's what's going to happen. Just yeah. waiting. That's uh, that should be the song. Uh, yeah, so, just waiting. So, yeah, that could be a song. Yeah, I know. Well, I'll beat you to it. I, I'm I'm in my <laughs> studio now. When I hang up, buddy, it's all over. There, uh, there you go. <laughs> so, so Eddie, are you guys planning on doing any recording? Uh, no, probably not really. I mean, I, I we we have a few songs. I mean, I have a few songs we're we're working on. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we've had, we 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 had our first CD a long time ago when it first came out. That was great. We we tried to put a second one together. That's in the can somewhere, but. We really am working to do much with it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. which that was a lot of fun. Yeah, because um, well, that's one of the stories you wanted. To, that's one of the, when yeah. we're making the second CD. We, we did a lot of the first tracking down at Horizon down in, in uh, down in uh, West Haven. Sure. And I know um, Vic very well. Yeah, Vic is great. He, he likes to forge for nuts and berries when he leaves. It's funny, funny stuff. <laughs> so we recorded we, we did we did the tracking down there and then we finished that the guy we working with um uh, the engineer that we worked with uh, is uh, used to work with a lot of one hit wonders at hit factory down in new york city and worked a lot with gary katz and uh, steely dan so he had he had some ins and outs so uh he was able to get us into to finish off the the stuff down at electric ladies uh down at, that that was a lot wow. of fun wow. so we spent we spent the week down there doing dubs and, and doing and doing a lot of other you know to finish it up uh which was really cool because going in studio a's and b down there which was a lot of fun i i, we, I got to meet rick okasic once one day mm-hmm. and one day it was mary j blige was in another room we got to talk to her for a little bit cool so but we didn't know i mean and then the band kind of changed we were five piece and then we went down to four three really quick so i mean we have music sitting in the can right now but um some of it you heard on the web on that website of mine that we have right. out there but right. we have new stuff when we're thinking maybe we're just going to go in and just record you know instead of playing a lot of more you know playing gigs you know, just going there and record. We even did a jingle for the Groggy Frog. I, matter of fact, that's why I want to. I want to get into a studio and do the jingle for the Groggy Frog. Uh, uh, it's, yeah. it's a nice sing along. Everybody likes to hear it when we're down there, so <laughs> it's a, that, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, re- recording. Yeah, we I mean, we have some songs that we want to that just want to just put it down for you know, just to get it get it out there. Now, how can people hear uh, your music and see your videos? Well, uh, they can go right. They can go to right across it's easy or you can go to facebook uh facebook we're on cross i can on facebook and we're also on instagram yeah and you're so on, you can just and, look and you have youtube so you must be on YouTube. yeah we have, and, and you can go to youtube also yeah oh i forgot to t- i forgot to tell you that now working story when we were down uh recording at uh horizon we had to stop because vic came out and said that um we got there's a there's a, a couple guys coming in uh believe it or not it was bobby brown i guess they were in guilford and and wow. their board their board like didn't stop working and Vic, Vic was the only one that had the, the, that board so listen these guys we just have to cool it for a couple hours because we have Bobby Brown coming in you know to do some stuff so, oh, so like, okay all right fine right so we're in the, the room and all of a sudden Bobby Brown comes in with Whitney Houston and we're like going that's Whitney Houston they're like yeah you know and she wasn't talking too much I guess she, and she just said I'm going to go back into the limousine so we went outside it was a limousine 
So we're outside and uh, we're standing on. I don't know if you know Horizon. They got like a concrete area when you come out oh, of the studio. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I've been here and then, and, then, yeah. and then it looks over at a, a yard next door. Well, well, in the yard next door, we were, we were walking there. There's like the, 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 there's these guys. It was the, the they looked like Asian caterers. They were catering out of you know they were they were cooking. They had a lot of stuff and then they cater a business, catering business. So. Um, Bobby Brown came out and and he's, we're talking to him and he looks over and he smells. It. He goes, he goes, those guys are like grilling chicken, right? And I went, yeah, it smells like to me. So he he jumps the fence and goes over to them <laughs> and asks them. He goes, he goes, can I, you know, I think I can have some chicken. And, and they're like, like, who are you? And he goes, I'm Bobby Brown. And he kept on and he kept on saying it. And, and they're going, you're not Bobby Brown. He goes, yeah, I'm Bobby Brown. And then another guy was standing next to him goes, well, where's Whitney Houston? And he like looked, he like. He felt like he was like deflating. He went, ah. Uh. So all of a sudden, he turns around. And he has a high pitched whistle to the limousine. He goes, Whitney, just wave. And all of a sudden, the, the 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 door opens up. She stands out and she waves. And the guy goes, "That's Whitney Houston." <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> he goes, "That's Whitney Houston." I went, "Oh my god!" He goes, "That's fun, funny stuff, you know." And then he just gave him the chicken. And then he, you know, he came, he walked there. He couldn't climb the fence with the chicken, so he walked around the. The way and came back, but that, that was a funny story. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you told us that story because that that's really great. <laughs> well, yeah, Eddie, I, I really want to thank you very much. Uh, Concert Conversations is glad to have you uh, on with us, and uh, yeah, it was great, great, yeah, great time. Mm-hmm. Keep us keep us uh, you know advised of what you're doing in the future. Thanks so yeah, much. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Thank you, Tom. All right, all right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this edition of the Palace Theater's Concert Conversations with me, Tom the Soup Force, presented by Ion Bank. If you'd like to hear more, check out the Palace Theater's website. It's palacetheaterct.org, palacetheaterct.org, or at facebook.com, Palace Theater Waterbury. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe and wear that mask.